Jim, James, Tim. What's his name? I wrote it down. Jeff. <laughs> Please welcome Jeffrey Lord. Oh, this is for the Jeffrey this Lord show? <laughs> Lord, really? I thought Jeffrey Lord was kind of like a real guy. How are you supposed to be a strong, thrilling, powerful warrior and lover with a name like this? It is like a weak ejaculation. Shit. <laughs> the Lord is the gatekeeper of all music in Fort Worth. Oh, Jeffrey. If you don't love the Lord, you're F and F. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked just like a whore. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. Like, really, is this the level that you sunk to, Lord? So I'm done with Jeffrey Lord. Hey, 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 I'm your host, Jeffrey Lord. All right, this is the Funky Town Podcast. I am glad you're here. Oh, we got a big, big, big show for you tonight. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I had a really fun time with the interview. Um, I don't think I've had Matt Thomas on in quite some time, and um, so it's it was it's a uh, it was exciting. I've been thinking about it for a while now, just to have him on, just because RoboTuner is awesome and. He does a podcast, and um, he's in a band. Now he's a puppeteer, and so it's always cool. It always it's always a good time. Anytime is a good time to have Robert Tuner on. Just hadn't. And anyways, they were. Um, for those of you who don't know, he plays bass and sings in the Jet Noise, and they're going to have an EP coming out here at the first part of June. So I was like, I need to have him on. Um, cause now there's actually something to promote other than his podcast and puppet, man, I need to get a, a pop, pop, pop filter. You hear me every time I hit my P's, it really, all right. So Matt Thomas is on the show. Um, for those of you who don't know Matt Thomas, he has Robo Tuners insignificant podcast. You can find it on Apple music. As well as like I think Stitcher and Spotify and all that kind of good stuff. Um, he is like I said, um, frontman for the Jet Noise. They have a new EP coming out, and he also does puppets on TikTok. So that's um, that's cool, man. He's a fun guy. I've known him for quite a while now, and um, I always enjoy any time. I can spend with Matt Thomas. So um, I couldn't wait to have him on the interview, and he was easy to talk to, man. Me and him were kind of, um, I guess, in sync. I had some notes written down, and he was just like, all right, let me let, let me tell you the story. And then he just kind of goes. I'm like, all right, man, we're kind of going in order, and if he kind of forgets anything, I'm like, what about this? He's like, oh, yeah, and then kind of fills in. I was like, all right, that's perfect. And so we talked about everything I wanted to talk, to, uh, talk about, and I think he did as well. So... Um, we got some good music. The first half, I wanted to have a little bit of fun with it. So whenever I want to have fun, I think about fishing. I think about Garage Barrage. And wouldn't you know it, Garage Barrage has a song called Fishy Kissy. So we're going to start off the show with that. After that, we're going to have Professor Fuzz and their song Stoner Van. The night that um, the Jet Noise is doing their EP release show, they're playing with the Professor Fuzz, who is also doing an EP release show and um, or a record I don't know if it's a record or EP but it might be a full length record on the um, on the release though one of the songs they have out now you can hear one of the new ones they have is uh, Stoner Vans Stoner Van I think that's what it's called um, Stoner Vans Stoner Van um, it's cool so we play that and then after that we'll have see if I was smart I wouldn't have played the brand new Jet Noise song last week, Tiny Houses. I'd play it this week. But I didn't even think about having Matt Thomas on this week until after I'd posted that show. Now that I pointed out the pops, you can really hear it, huh? Um, so instead of playing Tiny Houses again, their brand new single, you can hear that on last week's show. I'm going to play something off of um, RoboTuner's solo record, Greetings. And it's called Stick It. 
that comes right before the interview. What we're going to do now is we're going to kick off the show with a little Garage Barrage, Kissy Fishy on the Fucky Town Podcast. Going down to the river, going to do a little fishy, going to catch a little fishy, get a little kissy. Professor Buzz 63. This is Van Stoner. Stoner Van. Off their new album, Peaches and Herbicide. You can pick it up June 10th. See them with the Jet Noise at Brown. 
Van Stoner, Stoner Van. All right, now we're going to slow it down and have a tender moment, courtesy of RoboTuner. This is off his solo album, Greetings. It's called Stick It. I'd surprise you Light the room With only candles I made spaghetti With carb-free pasta Don't want to add To my love handles So lovely like the month of June I don't know why I decided to pick June as the month versus any other month of the year. But overall, what's most important is when I'm with you. I have no fear to stick it, stick it, stick it. I'm one to think outside the box Before we proceed Don't forget to take off your socks It makes me think that you're self-conscious Plus it's not even cold right now Are you scared I'm gonna tickle your feet? That's not even my intent anyhow I just want to stick it Stick it Stick it Ooh, Stick it Stick it Stick it Not yet I really just don't know the reason why you won't let me stick it, stick it, stick it, ooh, stick it, oh, stick it, oh, stick it, whoa, Stick my finger in your belly button. Now it's time for our interview. And it was on this day that the Lord reacheth out to the rope tuner to inquire of him as a, of his musical endeavors. <laughs> What's up, RoboTuner? Hello, Lord. It is good to hear from you, my my very good ginger friend, ginger podcasting friend. Yeah, it's good to be talking to you. Yeah, I missed you at the um, I missed you at the podcast mixer uh, last week. Um, our our other podcast friends, Dustin from JJTM and Susie from and Ivy from Forward Fans, were out there too. It was a good time, man. That's cool. Yeah, I want I wanted to go. I actually had my um my interview scheduled at at that exact time. Uh, okay. And okay. So, yeah, it was a re- it was really kind of a cool place. It was uh it was at the the Harper. Yeah, on the 24th floor, which was really strange because that's also where you go to check in 
So you had all the you had all the ho- regular hotel jet guests checking in, and that's massive. Uh, the, this massive amount of people that were there for the mixer and uh it was it was fun but it was also kind of chaotic too because um the acoustics in there were pretty bouncy so there were sales hard to hear and have a have a conversation but it was uh, so cool oh right on yeah no um i know it was the, the funky panther was up there and then quirks yeah. and cowtown i haven't heard the quirks and cowtown show so i just listened to the newest one and uh, i really enjoyed it that's cool. Yeah, I need to give them a listen too. Um, I didn't get to. I saw the, the. I recognized the two hosts there, uh, but I didn't get a chance to introduce myself. I actually showed up there kind of, kind of late because it was only going on from six to eight last Thursday, uh-huh. and I say I didn't get there with Chris until about almost seven thirty. Oh, okay. It was, it was like seven seven fifteen or so, seven fifteen seven thirty somewhere around, around there. Yeah, and I wish I could have gone. I wanted to introduce um you guys as well as Susie um to um Andrew Turner he does the Fort Worth Roots podcast and, Oh uh, Fort Worth Roots uh, yeah. I know of them I got to get them to listen too Okay yeah no he he's real cool I enjoy his show and um he he went up there to be part of the mixer And so I wanted to get up there so I could introduce you guys to him and him to you guys So Yeah it's all good Yeah no no it, it it's it's cool because I mean, whenever we, uh, like whenever I started doing it, I couldn't find another show in town. Now Jerry Johnson massacre was doing it. I just wasn't able to, they weren't on my radar. I when I was looking, I wasn't able to whatever my algorithms or whatever didn't find them. I ended up finding like whiskey boy first and then heard about them through him. And, uh, but yeah, all that stuff. I mean, that whole landscape has changed from like when it was, you know, me and then them and then you guys and off radar and um there was a whole bunch of different ones and now it's a whole different there's a whole much a whole bunch more podcasts out there than there was five, seven, eight you know, years ago. Yeah, eight yeah, almost nine now. Well Yeah, because uh, I yeah, that's right. I think you and I think you and JJ Tams both started in twenty thirteen. It's something like that, or I might be 2014. I don't remember. Mine was the okay. at the end of the year, though. I know I started like in November, and they might have started up like in January of that year, of the same year. But yeah, but they've been going strong every week the whole time. Like I took what two or three years off. You you've taken a few months off, or even a couple of years off here and there too. Yeah, I took a I took a three year hiatus to focus on house projects and. Uh, we started back up in uh, October of 2020 after we got the, after we finished with the dungeon, my studio in my backyard. So, and if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, we're talking about RoboTuner's insignificant podcast. I guess it's so insignificant yes. that we didn't even mention what we were talking about. <laughs> oh, it's so fitting, isn't it? Right. <laughs> so, yep. But, but for those that don't know me, my real name is Matt Thomas. <laughs> right. And. And I'm speaking in my fake voice that I imitated of quite frequently, even though I sound nothing like that. No, it, it really <laughs> is a funny. It it really is funny how they came up, how the Jerry Jonestown Massacre guys came up with the fake Matt Thomas, and it doesn't sound like you. It's you know, it's almost, it's almost offensive, you know, <laughs> until they realize that they're talking about you, and they're like, oh, he all right. Well, they're talking. He's talking about a white guy, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, so I said this on your stand-up whenever uh, before your hiatus began that <laughs> it's almost like a mix between Indian and German and maybe Filipino. Yeah. It's just indistinguishable. Yeah, <laughs> it is very it is some weird foreign sounding. So um, yeah, but <laughs> so you and Chris went up there. Now Chris, the reason why. You and Chris went up there. You went up there not as a podcast, but went up there as a as a band as the, the Jet Noise. Uh, yes, yes, because I was hoping to, I was hoping to rub elbows with some other podcasters that may have been in attendance to try and promote our our uh, long awaited EP, and <laughs> which I run. Well, actually, I, I don't know if you want me to get to that yet, um, but that that was the main reason why why we up we went up there. Okay. Um. Yeah. And honestly, the last 
the last gig that we had was at Growl the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, because <laughs> what had happened is that we knew we were going to record uh, our album after the first of the year. It's like early after the first of the year. So uh, we actually took the whole month of December off just to fo- focus on the five songs that we ended up recording. And I, oh, I hear Dougie. <laughs> anyway, my dog. <laughs> anyway, so Chris comes. Yeah, so so Chris, uh, so Chris com- comes over, sets up his drums. We get it all mic'd up, in which, uh, by the way, we recorded all the all the tracks at my uh, yeah in the dungeon at my studio, where it's uh, where's where's also where I do my podcasting. So we did his drum tracks, and then we went to listen listen back at them. For some reason, three of the five tracks. Or, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not yeah. Three of the five sets of drum tracks uh, that we recorded didn't didn't recover, and I'm super. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this isn't my first time to self record a record an album because uh-huh. I did my solo one, uh, my Robotuner solo album, Greetings, and uh, during the start of the pandemic in 2020. Uh, anyway, so I'm usually pretty diligent about that kind of stuff, but. For some reason, it couldn't re- recover the uh, the cat files. So, for those that are from, so I use Logic Pro, which is the which is a high end um, audio, which is a high end um, recording program that Apple does. Um, so that that's that's one of the core files that are used whenever you record and save tracks. So I spend probably a good hour, maybe hour and thirty minutes trying to recover them. Then I just gave up, and then uh, uh, Chris and I were just so defeated. He's like, you know what? Let's 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 revisit this about a week from now, <laughs> and then we'll just re- we'll keep we'll keep my set. If, if it's okay, let me just keep my set here. Keep the mics in the same place, and we'll just uh, we'll just resume. We'll just re-record the three tracks. He's he's like, but I am not in the right mental space, to, mental states to do this right now. Oh no! <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no, no, he'd be all pissed off. Have, and yeah, yeah, I'm like, dude, I'm I'm not either. Honestly, he says I'm gonna go and drink, which he actually doesn't drink. But <laughs> anyway, so that's that that that's how it started out. Now the, the next the next weekend when he came back over, we made double and we and triply sure. Once we saved our tracks for the three songs that we had to re-record drums for, that they were there. Yeah, we right. even like closed and reopened them like three or four, maybe five times between going back and forth. Like, <laughs> then we're like, okay, I think we're set. <laughs> so, make some backup <laughs> copies of them. You know, yeah, well, and this. we saved them to the. Yeah, and I saved them to the cloud too. So I, so there's some some redundancy there in case my my actual computer fucks up. So. That was actually recording and mixing the drums to me took the longest time um, because whenever I recorded. Yeah. And since again, since Chris and I are, are a duo, you know, I could just record my vocals and my instrumental tracks on my leisure. It'd be no big deal. Sure. And I already had again, I already had my my amp settings uh, for I already had my ideal amp settings and EQ and and my tracks already preset up anyway, so I just had to had to record them. So anyway, um, but yeah, I spent the most time mixing Chris's drums because whenever I recorded greetings, I only had three mics on his drums: two overhead and then one on the bass drum. This one I actually had four: um, one on the snare, uh, two semi overhead that were one was closer to his, um, uh, yeah, that were both closer to his toms, and of course the bass drum. Um, so. I was able to get a different sound and I just wanted to make sure that I could get the best sound that, that I could out of it. So I want to say I spent probably close to a week, week and a half just mixing his drums before I even gave any attention to my instrumental tracks or my, um, my vocal tracks anyway. But in the, in the end I gave, I, I tossed the rough mixes around us a couple people. I got their critiques made a couple changes and then just sent it off elsewhere to be remastered. In fact, we used uh, Chris Hanzenek, I think his name was. He's out of Sonoma, Washington. He's done he's done mastering for a lot of big bands actually, mainstream oh, bands. Really? But cool. he is also the same guy that mastered the Meethings uh, most recent album. Okay. Um, yeah, Marlon actually gave me his contact info. He was pretty reasonable too and turned it around in a pretty pretty good time. So, with that being said, um so <laughs> 
<laughs> that yeah so that being said we finished i was finished recording and um mixing for the most part mid-february at that time it, we would have been done sooner but chris and i both came down with covid19 like with it i got it like the first like the last time that he was here for yeah actually the first after the first time he came over for drum tracks i got sick the next week uh. and then he got it a couple days after I did. So and it took us both two full weeks to I think come back negative on on our on our on our tests before we uh were comfortable with being around each other again. So Jeez. yeah, it's just like most of the rest of the world with the Omicron variant, it hit us too. <laughs> and yeah, so anyway, that's that's really that's really how it went. Um so but it, this is so I just want to touch a little bit on, I guess, the the brief history of, quote unquote, the jet noise, because, um, oh, of course, you knew we were Josh and the jet noise. Uh, we were a three piece that right. started in 2017, immediately after the Confounded, which was my previous band that I had with Josh Reed. Right. Um, so the Confounded broke up and the Confounded broke up in June of 2017. And Josh had already started writing. Um, loose riffs and and lyrics for his songs that actually ended up becoming Josh and the Jet Noise songs because uh, he wanted to go in a different direction. He loves we all love the compo- confounded and a lot of people did too. Uh, but Josh was at a point in his life where uh, he said, "Whenever I wrote most of the confounded songs, I was really angry and a lot of the trauma that I experienced in my life, I'm over and past now, and I just want to write about more upbeat stuff." So that's so he started writing writing like more power pop type stuff so um anyway and then he decided the to call it that that group of songs uh, oh, he did it under josh and the jet noise with you on bass and chris on drums yes exactly yeah uh so yeah because josh and i we started jamming his songs immediately and then chris joined us later in december of 2017 yeah, I want to say it was like the week before the right, uh, uh, the last Jedi premiered in theaters, because that was like one of the big topics that we all found uh, common ground to establish. Oh. <laughs> that we talked about. <laughs> Chris yeah, even cool. said him, yeah. Chris, the drummer, even said himself. He said, "You know what? Even if, uh, even if they end up not choosing me as a drummer, <laughs> uh, he saw all my geek memorabilia that's set up in my living room. He's like, <laughs> it's like the." He, felt like he could have he felt like he found common ground with us because you know josh and i are both uh both star wars geeks uh and and other geek culture <laughs> aficionados if you will yeah anyway so fast forward to fast forward to march 2020 when the pandemic starts um we decided we decided to take a hiatus uh for one josh uh josh was concerned uh, about the possibility of spreading COVID nineteen to his mother, um, who's you know in her sixties, and you know much like my parents, m- you know my parents are in their seventies now. So, for you know for obvious reasons, like most other bands, we we just call it a, a hiatus. And then yeah, but hang on, months, but yeah, but didn't you just before that play a show and have like a CD r- r- release? Yes. because you made an EP, a Josh and <laughs> and the Jet Noise EP, played a show to sell the CD and then the pandemic hit, right? Yes, exactly. Right. And then you went yes, on was, hiatus. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly what happened. Right. Jeff. Yeah. 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 So ironically we spent all, we spent months building up the promotion for the sound of love burning. The second Josh and Jen was EP. We play the release, then the pandemic happens and we go on hiatus. And then Chris and I are just kind of looking at each other like, okay, so uh, do you just want to, I asked, uh, do you still want to come over and jam just so we can, you know, just still play music just aside from, you know, by ourselves? He said, sure. So I used that opportunity to record my, I used my, that opportunity to record my RoboTuner greetings solo debut. Right. Um, and then, but at the time that was just supposed, supposed to keep, keep Chris and I busy uh, while Josh and the Jet Noise was on a hiatus. And so I released that album September of 2020. And then, about a month later, Josh Josh comes to us and says that, "Hey guys, I want to let you know that my second kid's on the way, and I'm I'm not going to be able to sustain uh, playing playing in a band anymore." He said, "It's just it's." He said, "He won't." He said, "It's not 
it's not uh, realistic for me. So we actually started to, to plan a final show, farewell show, that we were actually going to do a live stream of. Mm-hmm. And I think we were going to do it at Cloudline, if I remember correctly. Anyway, that was the, that was the initial plan. We were going to let a select number of people into into Cloudland because by at, at that point I still yeah at, at that point the the vaccine still wasn't out so people were still being really careful sure. um so yeah there was only going to be like I think at most ten people that will be allowed in and then they they agreed to live stream it from the Cloudland page well uh, Josh fell ill and if basically if he wasn't a, if if we weren't able to uh, do the final stream show during that time then it wasn't going to happen at all because his kid was due in like a couple of weeks um so unfortunately we didn't get the exact we we didn't exactly get to do the final send-off and meanwhile chris and i are, are uh, we were still he was still coming over to jam and we were just kind of messing around just playing you know still playing the robotuner stuff just the two of us and then we we're stick around on some covers for a little while, but we really didn't have any direction. And I thought to my, and I, I put out the word out there to, for, um, for a guitarist, because, uh, because at that point I said, you know what, maybe we can gig with the stuff that I just recorded on the RoboTuner album. And Josh also gave his blessing. He said, Hey guys, if you, if you want to still play Jet Noise songs live, you have my full blessing. And we're like, okay. So there was that, that was a, that was an option too for performing live as well. So I, I put some feelers out there for guitarists to play as a three-piece, and I really wasn't getting any bites. So I was list, I was really just kind of looking for inspiration, and then I realized that Death from Above 1979's uh, album with Lovers was due to release, I think, in April of 2021. Yeah, and then. Uh, which they're they are a bass and drum duo from Canada, and their drummer sings. Um, oh, okay. Their bassist also their bassist also does keyboard too and some um, electronic music sampling that sort of thing. And then um, also another one of my favorite bands, which also happens to be a bass and drum duo, Royal Blood. They also released uh, they also released a new album last year around the same time uh, called Typhoons. And I'm a huge I'm a huge fan of them. And I just, uh, I just kind of realized. I thought, you know what? Maybe we could try doing the duo thing. But I was really on the fence about it because I didn't want people to think that I was copying either one of these bands, or you know, that there are other duos out there too, like the Black Keys, White Stripes. Uh, of course, they they tour with additional music, but they they're still billed as duos. Um, uh, anyway, so yeah, yeah. Uh, so so I thought to myself, you know what? I think what I think this would be a good idea to do. So I I pitched the idea to to Chris, and I told him about these bands, and he gave their stuff a listen. He's like, "Yeah, I could get behind this." So at that point, um, we kind of just kind of had the idea of, well, since Josh isn't in, isn't playing with us anymore, why don't we just drop his name and call ourselves the Jet Noise? And it was that it, that's really just how it came together. <laughs> so. um, and then plus you've you did a show. I think maybe with Josh was he sick and he couldn't sing and so you sang all the songs and he played the guitar when he was still in the band uh yeah, yes yeah. although Josh only played guitar and uh he asked me to sing lead that show yeah, because he was his voice hadn't fully recovered yet right and so but so you so they had to kind of be there you're like ah oh, I've done this before where I've sang these songs you know um so now, is the EP, is these all brand new songs that were written with you and Chris? Yes. Yes, they are. And there's only there's only one song on there. There's only one song on there that had, that was written, that I had written with uh, with the Jet Noise as a duo, but we decided it's, it, it's a catchy song, but it's, we, we didn't consider it album material, so uh, we'll still play it at our sh- we'll still play it at, at our release show. Um, but yeah, the rest of the the, uh, the other five songs in there, yeah, they're all original. That's cool. And uh, there were that, and uh, in addition to that, I also had retooled some of the songs from my greetings uh, my greetings out Robotuna album uh-huh. as well um, as well as some Josh and the Jet Noise songs that I had also retooled for our duo sound. Uh, 
that were what that were that we've also been performing and are going to perform at our show. And so, um, and yeah. so, and so now just to kind of wrap this saga up. So you're going to play a show at Growl coming up in June, and then June, after, yeah. and and you're going to have your CDs there available. And then after that show, that's it. Chris is moving. Yes, yes, that's that's what I was getting. That's what I was getting at. So yeah. after we. After we record the album and send it off to mastering, uh, like I want to say it was, I think, two or three weeks later, Chris came by and he said, "Hey, Matt, I just want to let you know that I've uh, I've decided to I've decided to move." He said, um, "You know, with the changes in my life, I've found out that I get to keep my existing po- position at my job, and I don't actually have to live in Texas." He said, "So I'm going to move back to the West Coast." So he's he's actually moving to a He's actually going to be moving to the Portland, Oregon area. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he's actually, um, I want to say he's actually going to be making a visit in the next couple of weeks to scope out real estate there. And he said, best case scenario, he'll be gone by August. Wow. So yeah, he's chosen to, he's chosen to go back West where he feels like he belongs. So yeah. more power to him. Though. I wish him well. Yeah. Go West, um, young man. Yeah, no, I do too, man. It's like, um, it's just a bummer, and it is it is really odd, you know. It's like Josh and the Jet Noise; they make an album, they do a show, and then COVID hits, and then you'll end up not ever doing another show. And then you become the Jet Noise, and then you make an album, and then Chris is like, "Yeah, I'm gone." <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just the way that it works. Um, it is ironic, although I will say this though: that uh, <laughs> this time it's a deliberate choice on his or it's a conscious choice on his part instead of just uh uh unforeseen circumstances happening so now so now is it going to be just the noise or no no i mean i do i mean i'm not done playing music by a long shot jeff i mean i'll play i'll still be an active musician as long as i'm able that includes playing live too yeah um ideally ideally i'd like to get back out there as robo tuner and play and play my in play my soul stuff and that includes playing the songs that i wrote as the jet noise duo i liked ideally i'd love to get another drummer and a guitarist who um and preferably somebody that can sing sing uh harmony because i love i love singing backup i I love singing harmony vocals that's one of my biggest uh passions other than just playing the bass guitar um that would be cool it'd be cool to see this evolve into something where yeah you've got kind of a new band that's doing your stuff and you have a full band yeah. you know yeah i mean even if yeah just three piece band that's really that's really ideal yeah i mean hell even if i can't find any musicians to play with i'll still record my own stuff and uh <laughs> actually this is something that you may not be aware of jeff so another one of my newer passions is that i have gotten into puppetry <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean i wouldn't know yeah. that of course i know that well, I, I haven't talked to you in a couple months uh, since I uh, – or I'm sorry. Yeah, I haven't talked to you in a couple months uh, in depth about it. Well, yeah, sure. So. No, we haven't talked in depth about it, but I've I've, I've heard the puppet on um, JGTM effort uh, Skip Redstone, and I've seen, yes. I, I've seen lots of his uh, – I've seen lots of his TikToks. And uh, don't you have more than one – you have like three or four now, right? Yeah, I have four, and that's what I was getting at, Jeff. Okay. Is that um, hell? Even if I can't find any musicians that will want to play my my uh, multi multi uh, styled uh, genres with goofy ass lyrics, I'll, I'll still I'll just uh, I'll just keep recording and doing my own music, and hell, I'll even create my own puppet band with the four ones that I have. Dude, you you <laughs> could, like other uh, you could do that. Electric something. <laughs> You could totally do that, you know. If you if you don't know how to play drums, you could at least get like a drum machine or something, and you could make the the whole bands, and it could be like the Gorillas, and you can make yeah, little that, videos, you know, with them, you know. So they oh, never, exactly. So yeah. they never see you. They just have those. You, you could totally do that. Yeah. Well, uh, video. Yeah, making videos myself with them that wouldn't be. That's not the the challenging part <laughs> at the challenging part would actually be to find other people that would want to puppeteer others for live performances. Cause I would definitely want to do that too. Yeah. You can find some. Yeah. Make, yeah. If I put the word out there <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I, I actually had a couple people in mind that may, that may just be crazy enough to jump on the idea. 
I used to do when I was uh, I was probably, yeah, it might have been my high school age, um, but it was at church, and I would volunteer in the children's church, and um, I would do puppets. The uh, the youth leader or the Sunday school teacher, whatever guy there, he had a big puppet program, and um, he would only he would do our church, but he would also go to like nursing homes and all these di- different places and do puppet shows and talk about Jesus. And so I did that for a while where I was a puppeteer. Oh, cool. So, but, but I mean, it's been, you know, 40 years ago, or well, not that long, but probably 35 years ago. Anyway. So yeah, I, I, actually, I could be one of the puppets in your music video or in the live <laughs> it, to do it live. Live's a little harder, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, there's actually well the true pu- I found I've actually found a lot about true professional puppeteering too. So for example, um, behind yeah for yeah for for example, whenever you're doing live puppetry uh, on a and you're underneath a backdrop, you have to be on either on your knees sitting down or like uh, crab walking, and your your arm has to yeah ideally your arm has to be straight up in the air. Uh, that's controlling the puppet, and then the other one's controlling like uh, the uh, the rods, and uh, yeah. Now you and, fit. Uh, yeah, well, well, yeah, yeah. At least your arm needs to. You have you have to have enough arm strength to keep up your arm for that amount of time. And a lot of the pros, they actually use uh, knee pads, believe it or not. That way, they don't get sore when they're moving around. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, <laughs> cool. yeah, for sure. Of course, it's different if you're like doing it for TV. Uh, you just got to make sure that the rest of your body's out of frame. So I've actually seen, yeah, like I said, I've learned a lot about the uh, the trade itself and the arts, and I've uh, I've been doing quite a bit of practice. And TikTok is a great way for me to practice too, because uh, <laughs> I'm just meeting uh, un- unknowing strangers who happen to come come upon a live stream of a of a red puppet that's foul mouth and being a smart ass <laughs> and his other crazy ass friends that I bring on from time to time. So is your TikTok channel yeah. growing? Uh, last I checked, I have 3,200 followers wow. on skip reds page. Yeah. It seems like a lot. If you ask me, well, I mean, TikTok, the only requirement you need to have, I mean, anybody can record videos, but the only requirements to go live is that you, have to be at least 16 years old according to your profile and have at least a thousand followers. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. But there are other apps out too, like a uh, clapper and 17 live where you, where you can go live just anytime uh, with live streams. You don't have to have any kind of uh, set uh, prerequisites like you do with TikTok. The biggest thing I don't like about that app though, is the algorithm. The algorithm will suspend you even if you didn't say or do anything wrong. That's happened to me twice so far. <laughs> the first time I got suspended for a week, and the second time uh, I got suspended for three days, but I, I appealed it, and they gave me back my access to do live streams the next day. Uh, so that happens to everybody on there. <laughs> but I only, I, yeah, but I only check out the like musician pages, other puppets, and uh, make friends with them. And, of course, the ones that stumble upon my page that, follow me so <laughs> yeah but I, ideally yeah that's what i was really getting at jeff and i was kind of long-winded for me to say but i ideally i would like to get a three-piece to keep doing the robot tuner but if i don't then i can oh, i can have my puppets perform for me and hire puppets and hire puppeteers to do live shows you so could either I, way i think that's actually a really good. good idea either way I, th- I think both ideas are great so um so the last show was going to be at growl in Arlington, yes. in Arlington. and what it's June. Uh, June the tenth. June the tenth. Yeah, with Professor Fuzz sixty three, which ironic, which actually, um, their album release is also on that on that day. Yeah, um, I was thinking so too. Okay, cool. Peaches and Herbicide, I think, is the name of their album. I think that that's they're right. releasing. I think that's right. Yeah. No, that's cool, and they're and they're awesome. So I mean, you can actually go and get two great CDs on that night. Yeah, yeah, that's I've they've been. I've been good friends with uh, with the with the uh, of the farmers for geez, I want to say six or seven years now because I used to share the stage with them when I was still in the confounded with Josh yeah before the jet noise yeah yeah and, yeah playing shows with them and me motor scooter at the growl and Lola's 
That's cool. Yeah, no, they've been around a while. And no, I always think of you guys. You guys the Grotto. The Grotto. Together. Yeah. Yeah, the Grotto. Yeah, um, Growl's where we're playing. Grotto is where, where I used to play shows with them. Yep. And let me see. Leo, let me tell you who the other bands are just off the top of my head because I don't want to be a dick and pass them over. Uh, let's oh, yeah, see. Sure. Uh, okay, so, yeah, it's the Jet Noise, the Professor Fuzz 63, Crooked Bones, and Estacado. Crooked Bones I've heard of, but I don't think I've ever seen them. Estacado I'm not familiar with. Yeah, I, I think I, I think that's exactly the same for me. I think I've heard of Crooked Bones but haven't seen them, and I don't think I've heard of Estacado. Estacado, yes. Yeah. Estacado. That's cool. Well, good deal, man. Well, I'll be there. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely make sure I'm there to see the, the last time you and Josh play together. You and Josh, you and Chris uh, play together. <laughs> Chris, uh, yeah. Josh may be in attendance. You never know. <laughs> yeah, no, I was up, but I was there when I saw you and Josh play. Man, I go back to whenever, whenever Stephen played drums for you guys. Oh yeah, in the in the confounded. Yes, right, right. I go back as far as that drummer. Yep. Which that's pretty far back, and so I'll make sure I'm I'm there for this one too, and then uh, yeah, so everybody they can check you out. Um, it's the Jet Noise on Bandcamp, and you can get you can pre-order the CD there for eight dollars, and you can um, listen to or get Tiny House by doing that, and then um, yeah, so if they want to check you out on TikTok, um, is it Skip Redstone? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So my puppet page, uh, Skip Redstone on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. Instagram. All right, and then Robotuner's Insignificant Podcast is out on Sundays, live on YouTube, and then the show comes out Mondays, usually. Uh, yes, yes. We, I feel horrible because we 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 took the last two weeks off. One because it was Mother's Day, and then this last weekend, Ken was, was sick. But I think we're gonna have a show this Sunday. Excellent. Again. Yeah. No. I'm, it's like. I don't know. The great thing about podcasting is is that it's you can do whatever you want. You want to take a time off, take some time off. You know, we'll, we'll always be here when you come back. Yep. And so, all right, man. Well, dude, it was good talking to you. Yep, you as well, Jeff. <laughs> always yeah. good to hear from you, good friend. Yeah. Now, I mean, I, since I listened to um, the Jerry Johnson massacre, I still feel like I I hear from you all the time, and so I, I still know what you're doing. I listen to your show as well, so. It's like, yeah, I haven't really seen you in a while, but I feel like I have. Yeah, I know we briefly saw each other at Art's Goggle, but if there were so many people there. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were really just caught in trend walking other directions. Yeah, that's the way it was with a few people that, that day. It was like, hey, hey, and then that was pretty much it. Yeah. So, all right, man, will you have a good night and, and tell Shelly I said hey? Oh, I definitely will. All right. Yep, and I'll. Yeah, and I can't wait to see you at the show, dude. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it, it, it will be. It'll be a, a lot of fun. All right, I'll talk to you later. All right, Red Pants. Right, bye. Change
from Fit. That was Despero. And before that, you heard a brand new one from the Unlikely Candidates. That was Gemini off their album Panther Island. <clears throat> well, we got one more song before we close out the show. Hope you enjoyed the interview. Hope you enjoyed the music. Like always, I'll have all the um, songs up in the links up either Bandcamp or Apple Music or YouTube, wherever I can find them. I'll let you know and put the link up for you. So if you want to check them out or check out other stuff they might have, it's there for you on the Facebook page and the podcast page. Um, before we go, I did want to say it seems like the big news this week was the passing of Aaron Knight. And... Um, I'm not going to give a whole lot of news on it. If you know him, um, then you know him and you were affected by it. And it's tragic. I didn't know him well. Um, him and Jamie, when they were doing Black Box, came back on, they came on the show pretty early on. And the thing about that show was the whole thing was recorded in one speaker like either it was all left or it was all right we listened to it you could only hear like half of it so it's all panned heavy one side and it was like oh just one of those early mistakes you make when you're doing podcasts and so um but i would see him out and around town every time i saw him he was always cool to me had a had a hearty handshake and a hello and um i know the people that he left behind are you know um saddened and there's a loss and you know um anyways i don't have a whole lot to say on it we weren't great friends i didn't know him real well when i did see it it was shocking i was saddened by it um i hope you rest in peace i hope his family and friends find peace and um i hope you re- i hope he's remembered fondly and with that i wanted to play one last song um, this one's from One-Eyed Monster. Don't know a lot about One-Eyed Monster, only I recognize a couple of the names in there um, as being um, members of the Big Red Ants, if you remember them. And I thought the Big Red Ants were great. Uh, they were great musicians and had really great songs. And the record they have is no different. And there is a song on there, um, Dad Gummit, I can't remember it. It's got a date. I think it's October 19th, 2021. I don't know what the date represents. I'm not really too sure what the song is about, but it's got a really great, um, a really great vibe, a really great just feel and sound and mood. And I thought it would, October 9th, 2021, I thought it would be just a good way to close as we, you know, um, kind of think about shit, kind of reflect. And so um, keep your head up out there. It's tough. If you need help, get help. The world's getting crazier every day. Um, I hope whenever you listen to this podcast, you can find a little refuge from the craziness out there with um, an interesting interview and a few songs. So know that I love you. I want you here next week to hear the next show. So peace out, everybody. A doorway approaches still. It keeps on knocking, but it seems there's no one there. It turns back slowly, map in hand. In the morning, he's taken to another. Yeah.
Counting backward in both the heart and crew. 